Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio and IPMNation.com. Sometimes when I wake up and I'm wondering how my life would have been if I didn't sing. I get a little stressed out every now and then. The problems come and problems go when I'm around here. Let's in the morning, let's in the evening. And I cannot realize the reason why I sing. We have so much of the best of the best. We're bringing it to you two shows, seven days a week. So what are you waiting for? The lines are open. Give us a call at 347-539-5349. You have the questions, we have the answers. Bringing you the best that the psychic paranormal world has to offer. Only available here on Be The Light Now Radio Network. Proudly sponsored by TheMysticStore.biz for all your metaphysical and spiritual shopping needs. That's TheMysticStore.biz. advice and or treatments. If you are in need of any legal advice or medical diagnosis, please seek the help of a licensed professional in your area. And now if you're ready, it's showtime. themselves a good day and a nice weekend. We need to send out some healing energies and prayers to um, to Richard and to Arlene um, so he may heal quickly. And uh, also send out some healing energies and prayers to everybody in the state of Florida who is on Medicaid. The good old Governor Rick Scott is telling every single Medicaid recipient in the state of Florida that they have to sign up for a managed health care, HMO, which hmm, 
he used to own one of the biggest HMOs and ripped off the federal government for billions of dollars, and all he had to do is pleading the fifth. So, but now we all have to go ahead and, and apply for it, and Louie's on there, and thanks to a caseworker who really didn't want to do her damn job and didn't know what the heck she was doing, we've had the same HIV-AIDS case management person for like six, seven years, and they were sending the paperwork for the re- renewal to the wrong caseworker at a wrong agency, and all of a sudden they're saying, oh, oh sorry, Louie's not on Medicaid no more. So he's going to lose health care. He's going to lose. Uh, they're going to have to do copays. Home health agencies not going to be able to come around. Medications. We're going to do the donut hole. So yeah, Rick Scott saying, yeah, we're going to save the taxpayers lots of money. Yeah, you're going to kill everybody off of who's on Medicaid. So you know, if you're in the state of Florida, you're on Medicaid. You know somebody who is. Complain to the state. Call the governor's hotline. Call the news media. Call everyone else because nobody is reporting it. No, none of the news media is reporting that the state of Florida is being required of everybody to go ahead and sign up for an HMO. But yet they'll call it, do the news thing in it there about, you know, um, Obamacare and in the Affordable Care Act. So, you know, I think it's important to, to go ahead and voice your concerns, speak out, bitch, complain, whatever you have to do to go ahead and get the word out there and say, you know, we're tired of this and we're fed up with it. And come election time, vote every single one of them out and get someone else in there. Because, you know, federal level, state level, vote them all out. Get rid of them all. I don't care what political party you are. Just go for the third party. Say, you know what, we're done with both of you. People say, oh, that won't work. Yeah, it is. If every Democrat and Republican is, is tired of the system, went ahead and voted for a third party person, then both parties would be like, oh, shit. What the hell happened? Yeah. What happened was we got tired of your two-party system where instead of taking care of the people, you're more interested in taking care of big corporate business. And that's not the way that it should be. Now, yes, granted, granted, the Affordable Care Act is not perfect. Nothing is ever perfect. Uh, But when all of a sudden they're going to be like, oh, no, we're going to go ahead and and do this and do that, and um, we're going to save people money, and when actually it all turns around that it hurts people, then, you know, you have to do something. Because I know some people don't like the Affordable Care Act. They don't like the Obamacare. They said, you know, they're being forced to go ahead and do this. But when you're on a fixed income or you don't have any income coming in, then what do you do for health care? You're out of luck. And if it wasn't for fighting for Louis' health care all this time, he'd have been dead 10 years ago. So... You know, with the medications and the treatments and all, and now here it is. We're gonna to have to play run around and juggling and all this other stuff because now that he may not be on Medicaid, he can't sign up for the managed health care thing, which means then you know we have no idea what's gonna go on. So it means he's not gonna be able to get his medications right. Not gonna be able to go ahead and get the quality of care that he's been getting. Um, so it's just like you know, way to go. So, you know, I'm just going to start speaking out more and advocating more and yelling more and screaming more. And if nobody hears me, well, then I'll pick it more. I've done that before, too. But because there's so many people out there that are falling through the loot, the, the cracks falling through the, the, the holes and everything else. And, yeah, you know, like I said, the Affordable Care Act may not be perfect because when people are signing up for it and then they're signing up saying that they're disabled, then they're being put on the back burner. And 
supposedly are the PAC waiver type people, there's only one person that handles it all. And one person that can help keep Louie into the system is being put on special assignment because there's over 10,000 people that are being put on the back burner. And they're going to take it all and put it on one person to go ahead and, and sign everybody up for stuff. Um, all in the way of saving people, you know, saving money. And it's like, yeah, you know, they have to do something with the medical costs and all this other good stuff. Um, so, oh, and by the way, if you're listening in on the chat room, they're having a technical issue. And uh, they're aware of it because I told them, I said, the chat's not working. So it just goes to figure how my day is. So they said the uh, technicians are in on it, and they're trying to get it straightened out. So be patient. If the chat's not loading, don't panic. Just keep listening into the radio and listening into us, because right now I'm doing my little rant, because you have to. You have to get out there. You have to speak. You have to have your voice. But um, because, you know, everyone's signing up, and, you know, they're being put on the back burner. So other people who are going in and, okay, here you go. We'll sign you up. Not a problem. We'll get you taken care of. You'll get your medications and all. But when it comes to people who are disabled, oh, sorry, you have to wait. We have to take care of the health people first. We have to sign them up first. So, you know, there's definitely something wrong with the whole system. But when it comes to Rick Scott here in the state of Florida, I'm sorry. He keeps pleading the fifth and mm, nope. And then on his commercials, it's like, Scratching nails on a chalkboard where he says, I want everyone to have the same opportunities I did. Really? Show me how to rip off the federal government for billions of dollars where I can go to court for it and say, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. And get away with it. And keep the money. And then go ahead and live in a nice big old mansion. And then take all that money. And if I was ever to be able to do that, I'd take the money and help out the poor because that's where it needs to be done. But they're all too busy with taking care of big business and who can go ahead and help them to go ahead and buy the elections. Because that's all they're doing. You figure that it's costing billions of dollars to run an election. They're spending millions and billions to go ahead and go into office for what? A job that pays $150,000 a year? Hello? Something ain't right here. It's because of the kickbacks. It's because of, oh, the special favors. Oh, yeah, election to the private country club. And, you know, they've lost what it is. They're not in it anymore to help out the people. They say they are. The only people they're interested in helping out is big business. And that's just the way that it's come up to. Um, you know, so, yeah, I'm not a tea partier. I'm not any of those fanaticals and all. But uh, we have to go to the other extreme where it's like, you know, yeah, we don't need the big business, but, uh, you know, big government. But at the same time, Government still has to be of the people and for the people, not just those with big pockets that are bottomless, that can go ahead and be like, well, you know what, you, you, you go ahead and vote for me and, and uh, you go ahead and do my favors for me, and I'll make sure that your campaign gets a good donation to it, so you can go ahead and stay in office. And then they get all these kickbacks and everything else, and it's like, you know, sorry, when they're spending all that money for a hundred and something thousand dollar a year job, and, of course, a wonderful pension for the rest of their lives and health care that, you know, no, don't touch our health care. You know, something's definitely wrong with the picture there. So yell, scream, complain, do whatever you have to do, but make, tell them, I vote. 
and I'm going to make sure that you don't get back in. That's my little rant today. Give us a call, 347-539-5349, because we have a wonderful show. And like I said, keep trying to load the chat room. I'm trying to load the chat room, too. And they said technicians are aware of it and are trying to get it fixed, because I know it kept telling me to log in. I'm like, why the heck do I need to log into the chat room for? I have no idea why. So it's just uh, be patient with it. Because we have with us, let me go ahead and see where is it. There we go. We have with us a very wonderful psychic medium, Reverend Kimberly Wilson Ward. Welcome back, Kimberly. Hey, thanks for having me back. And you know what? I got to tell you, what an absolutely splendid intro for the rant I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Can I rant for a moment? You sure can. You know, it's funny because you're talking about all of those things that are going on down there, and there's so much going on everywhere and there's a lot of change going on and it's not just here on earth. I hear me echoing. Can you hear me echoing? Uh, a little bit. I'm gonna I'll mute myself, maybe that'll help. Okay. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff that's going on you know how that saying, as above, so below, there's a lot going up on up in the planets. We're on the verge of what they're calling a cardinal grand cross where this planetary alignment is coming into formation on April 20th, oh, the 23rd and the 24th, just after a lunar eclipse and just prior to another one. And it's creating a lot of tension up in the planets. And anytime that happens, it creates tension down here below. And all of this change is going on, and it, it, people are actually sitting back and reflecting on their own values. And they really need to be doing this because with all this change and opposition that's occurring, it's a glorious opportunity for everyone you know when you don't it's hard to embrace change when you don't like the change and the things that are going on down there in Florida are horrible and they're going on in other places too but again it's an opportunity if you look at you talk about the corporations and the corporations are just trying to take over everything the rich is a small minority in comparison to the rest of us. And if we all take a look at what our core values are and we start grouping together, and you're actually seeing people doing that, like-minded people coming together into groups, when we can start taking a stand and actually voicing what our values are, like you said, in relationship to voting for the third parties, we can actually affect change that would be based more on foundations of love, compassion, unity as a whole it, it's it's amazing the things that are going on in the planets and trust me i'm not an astrology expert i can do a basic natal chart but once i learned how to do that i thought there's just too much to it i'm going to leave it to the experts and dabble in other things but these planetary alignments that are going on right now with this cardinal grand cross it also has um each of those planets are sitting at 13 degrees of their four cardinal signs. And 13 is a very sacred number, and it's sacred in geometry. So again, it's another, it's almost like a gateway of opportunity for us to look at our core values and what change we want to make and express that in groups of people. So that's kind of a little bit of my rant that I wanted to share and make people aware of. You know, because what's it all mean? Change brings opportunities, but a lot of times people are afraid of change and they resist it, so they don't do anything. They stop, and when you stop, you get stuck, and then you start having those fears. 
So if you can move with the change and just be heard what it is that you want and unite with other people, I think it can affect a lot of really good change. Yeah, definitely some strange energies, and uh, I'll probably be out late tonight looking at the moon, because I think it's tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lunar eclipse tonight, and I think it's, I don't know, sometime around 1 a.m., I think, or 1.28 or something around there. Yeah, depends where you're at, because I know it'll be like 3.30, 3.45 uh, my time when it's um, total. Okay, that helps. I don't like getting up. Well, it's about an hour earlier than I would really like to get up, but to, if I can see it, if it's a clear night, it's raining here right now. They say it's going to turn to snow by tomorrow. Who knows? It's New York. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy weather. It has. You know, I go from wearing a winter coat and long socks to yesterday I had on sandals and shorts and a tank top, and then they're calling for snow tomorrow. Who knows? But, yeah, there's definitely yeah. some strange energies going on, and um, it, it's it's just um, crazy drivers, crazy everything. It is. I mean, you know, even I ask people, how you been? There's a lot going on. That's what I keep hearing, and, and I giggle because there really is. <clears throat> Everywhere, you know, in the planets, on the earth, there is a lot going on. And, you know, I, I think sometimes I'm wondering, you know, I, I'm the epitome of the skeptic, and I'm like, okay, so this is on the news. What are they trying to distract us from, really? <laughs> yeah, you kind of wonder what they're hiding from us. Exactly, exactly. You know, but like I said, I'm not an astrology expert, but I know enough about the planets to know that what's going on up there right now is having drastic effects on people. You just wake up in the morning and you just wonder what's wrong. It's like, why do, you, why do I feel like this? this there's a, almost like an inner tension that you can feel, and it's the tension between the planets, and it affects that magnetic to the Earth, and it's a pulling So how do you um, suggest everyone uh, deal with it all and handle it? First of all, be aware of it. And like I said, actually kind of fall within. Go within yourself and, you know, realize and acknowledge what your beliefs are. And then find other people that share those beliefs. Because I, I assure you, there's a lot more of us that have beliefs that are based on love and compassion than there are those who have beliefs based on greed. But the problem is most of us are too quiet. We take a passive approach because we're nonviolent for the most part. So greed is a much, oh, it's a much, this is an oxymoron because I want to say it's a stronger energy, but it really isn't. Love is the strongest energy. But we need to be heard, and we need to take a stand, and we need to group together. Because one person can affect change, but it takes pulling together a group of people, that one person doing that. Someone to start the ball. Everyone's always afraid of starting. Everyone's always afraid of being the first one out. Just share what it is that you believe. Share your beliefs on love and compassion and unity and start pulling people together because if one person sees you doing it, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, that's what I believe in too. Let's do something about this. Still, when you stand still, you stop moving, and when you stop moving, you can't make change. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people are afraid of saying, they'll be like, oh, well, I'll let someone else go ahead and do it. 
And then right. I wonder, well, why, why isn't anything getting done? It's like, well, because so many people are sitting back on the sidelines and saying, well, I don't want to, you know, create problems. Right. They don't want the tension, but yet they end up with the tension. It, it's, you know, it, it comes back to some of that manifestation. They think about it, and they think about it, and they think about it, and they think about all the things that happen if they say something. They think about the tension. They think about the conflict. It, and they focus on that so much, they actually end up with conflict in their life because they get the opposite of what they truly wanted because they didn't speak out and manifest what they wanted. And if 100 million people aren't doing anything, nothing's going to get done. So that's why I speak out whenever I can, and it's like, well, no, nope, sorry. <laughs> Have to try to be the voice of change. <laughs> The voice and change. So again, you know, we've got all this stuff going on in the planets. We've got all this planet energy. Use it. Tap into it. Meditate on it. That number 13, it's sacred geometry. There's the 13 spheres of Metatron's cube. There's the th- sacred keys and laws of creation. The points of our activated light body. There's conscious thought through our DNA. All of these 13s. Think about that. Meditate on that. Look at that sacred geometry. Um, look at the planetary alignments and how do you fit into that? Where, you know, what are your core beliefs? What is it that you want? Tell people what you believe in, even if it's just some stranger you happen to meet, even if it's just your best friend, maybe you don't share your core beliefs with. Share it, talk about it, let it spread, that ripple effect, that little pebble in the pool. Yeah, because uh, if enough people go ahead and speak out and start talking about it, then that little ripple becomes a huge tidal wave. It does. It actually does. You know, and you touched on some things with Louie, and I, my heart goes out to both of you. I know someone who, you know, they did everything they were told they were supposed to do. They signed up for their Obamacare and got their HMO, and they went to the ER. They found they had a cyst that needed to be addressed, and now they can't find a doctor that takes that insurance in their area. Yeah, and that's another thing too with uh, with the governor out here wanting everyone to go ahead and sign up for the HMO. There's only a couple of them that are available, and especially if you have HIV or AIDS, and um, you know you got to find out uh, which one that the primary doctor will take, which one the hospitals will take. Yep. And there aren't many hospitals in the area who want to take it. So if they don't take it, and you get brought into the emergency room and admitted, you're out of luck. I, I was actually having a conversation with the vice president of long-term care at one of the nursing homes um, a few weeks ago, and he was talking about that, how things are changing. So instead of the traditional Medicaid, there's now these HMOs. And because they're HMOs, they can put out for bid, and you don't have to contract with them. And if you don't contract with them, then patients are responsible for the payment if they come into the long-term care. Crazy. It's all about the, uh, you know, the bottom dollar and how much they can go ahead and put in their pockets. It's exactly right. You know, if the hospital doesn't want to take that amount of reimbursement, they don't have to. So, and um, you know, and it's, it's bad because, it's, you know, somebody in like Louie's condition or anybody with the terminal illness, they can be like, oh, no, sorry. Not going to go ahead and take it. 
Yep. You know, and there's not much you can do about it. It'll be like, well, that's just the way the system is now. It's you know, it's going to save money in the long run. It's like, yeah, what cost? You know, I got to, years ago. There, there's an author. His name is Michael Palmer, and he's a retired physician, and he writes medical thrillers. And I want to say, gosh, it had to have been twenty some years ago, maybe. I read one of his books. It's called The Sisterhood, and in this fictional novel. The HMOs were hiring nurses that worked within the hospitals to kill off the terminally ill patients so they wouldn't have to pay for long-term care. And I keep thinking about those fictional novels that this retired doctor wrote 20 years ago and how ironic that our healthcare system is going in the direction that those types of things could actually become reality. Yeah, and it's going to be a shame, too, because um, so many people are still being productive, um, even though, you know, they're they're on long-term care for a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember Pretty reading stuff about that where, you know, that's what they want to go ahead and do, and it's like, you know, so, you know, it just comes down to, oh, you got a terminal illness? Okay, bye. It's, your, you know, your death sentence then. Yeah. You know, got to save the money, got to worry about the treatments and all. Well, they've already, some of these, you know, the higher care, the um, prescription drug companies, there's um, Express Scripts is one of the mail-order ones that is actually a balloon umbrella over a lot of insurance companies. And if you're on any type of maintenance medication, you have to go through this pharmacy. And they've already started dropping some medications off the formulary so they're not available for coverage. Advair, which is one of the largest prescribed medications for respiratory patients, has already been dropped off that formulary. Patients can't get it. Yeah, it's crazy what's going on. And, and I know, you know, everything will work out, um, you know, one way or another, it'll be okay for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you have to, it's, it's a big test of our, uh, of our faith. It really is. It really is, you know, and how many people are just going to give up and sit back and do nothing because they don't feel they can. They don't feel they're strong enough to fight against the large corporations. They don't think they're strong enough to fight against the government. They don't feel their voice actually does anything. But in large numbers, it does. Yeah, because there are, you know, people that fall through the crack and don't know about it. And, you know, I'm glad we're you know, we've been keeping up on this instead of all of a sudden be like, okay, no, he still has it. And then they're like, no, he's not covered no more. You know, because somebody decides that they're not going to do their job right. And, you know, so many people falling through um, the system and, you know, they're like, watch your, you know, watch your, uh, your mail that you get and read your letters and read it through and contact us if you have any questions. By the time we contact them, up oh, too late. And what's got me is he's got one letter from March 26 that says, um, that he has to go ahead and sign up for one of these uh, managed cares. Mm-hmm. Then he gets one um, dated April 7th. That's a certificate that he was um, under health care, that his health care with Medicaid ended on March 31st, five days after he was told to go ahead and sign up for the uh, managed care. Yeah. It's like, they okay. They have these built-in mechanisms, and, and I think a lot of times they just hope that people don't pay attention. Yeah, because once you're out, then you have to reapply and get back in. And uh, for what Louis had, there's a two-year wait in order to even get back into that part of the program. 
and that two years might be too long for him. So and like I said, you know, I've you know, like I said, you know, the healthcare in the country is um, it's not ideal, and yeah, there's a lot of issues with uh, the Obamacare and all. But when you face in the situation of okay, do I pay the medical, or do I pay my mortgage? Then you have to decide. Yeah. But at least with having some healthcare now, uh, you know, a lot of people won't have to go ahead and worry about it because that's how we lost our house ten years ago. Either pay Louis copays. And deductibles or pay the mortgage. And Louis still around. And we lost the house and walked away from it. You know, and people are like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're an exception. Oh, no, there's a lot of people that were like this. And, you know, and all yeah. it takes is that one thing. And, and so, and so many people that don't have health care, like, oh, no, you know, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. It's like, you know, I, I pray and hope that you're right. But because all it takes is one, you know, major illness, you know, car accident. And then, you know, you're waiting for, you know, you're waiting for something. Yeah, you know, car accident, uh, food poisoning, anything. I have a friend that was probably 10 years ago, had no health insurance, out of the blue, he got this massive headache. And then all of a sudden, his left eye started, like, fluttering, and then he couldn't see out of it. And they called it an arterial occlusion. It was basically like a little mini stroke some tiny little speck of clot of something to the back of the eye, and he lost vision in that eye, no health insurance. And, of course, the hospital starts running him through all of these tests, and in a matter of 48 hours, he had accumulated $50,000 in debt. Oh, yeah, easy. Yep. So, but... Uh, so yeah, it's been one of those crazy things. And even as a psychic, we don't see it all coming up because we're not supposed to. Yeah, there are things we're not supposed to see there, you know. And, and that's the thing. With with all of this planetary stuff going along, it's going to leave people with questions, you know. So people like us, we're going to get calls because people aren't going to know what's going on. They're going to feel different. They're going to feel confused. They're going to feel lost. They're going to feel this tension that's going on inside of them, and part of it's just because of these planetary alignments and these lunar eclipses and all of this strange energy because it's shifting. Things are shifting. So we so just got to do the best we, Yeah, and we just have to do the best we can to stay grounded, um, try to stay focused, try to uh, not stress as much. So that's why it's important right. for people to learn how to ground, protect, and, uh, and to meditate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Grounding is so important. I, I was at a psychic fair this past weekend, and I had a colleague who does aura photography. So I said, come on, I, I need to see what color I am because this is, this, you know, everything's feeling funky, if you will. And so I sat down, and as soon as she pulled it up, you know, I colors were great, except when you get looked down around my feet, I was not grounded. And that's why I was feeling so funky. So we went and did some grounding exercises and I felt better afterwards. You know, sometimes we start feeling a little psyche. We don't even know, we don't even realize, even though we do the work and we know how to do the work, when it hits you sometimes, you don't realize it's as simple as just getting grounded. Yeah, and it's interesting, too. Animals sense that also. They do. So as I know today when, um, you know, when I was just feeling really stressed about everything, uh, my you know, 85-pound dog was like, oh, I want to be a lap dog. I want to be around you. Even when I felt like I was calm, 
he was still coming up to me and jumping up on the couch and literally trying to lay on top of me. And then kissing on me and a tail wagging. Oh, yeah, he's just like, nope, relax, it's okay. And I'm like, really? It's like, go ahead, get, you know, get down. He'd get down and get right back up again. <laughs> My cats do that, too. I got these two 12-year-old cats, and they were chasing me around the house yesterday before I went to the fair. And they're chasing me around the house, and I'm like, what is wrong with you two? And, of course, it's because I wasn't grounded. Yep. <laughs> interesting what they do. Cause, I mean, all day long he's been around me. So I went, and I said, That's a, uh, you know, i got to take a nap. Just stressed, don't feel like eating, don't feel like doing nothing. i got to go take a nap. So I went in into bed and took a nap, and here he comes, jumps up on the bed, lays on the side of me, starts kissing on my face and loving on me. I'm like, what? Aww. And he's got the look. And then cuddled right up to me and went and took a nap with me. <laughs> so Animals yeah. know. Yeah. So I never, I even went and sat outside in the backyard on, uh, you know, we got one of those uh, benches out in the back. And went ahead and I'm sitting out there and I'm listening to the music on the phone and all that and just trying to relax. And he's got to go ahead and jumps up on top of me on the bench with his front paws up there just wagging his tail and loving on me. I'm like, okay, you're really being weird today. What's wrong, you know? <laughs> but that's just their way of trying to help relax and calm you down. They can feel, they can sense that tension in you. And animals are amazing like that. I mean, even animals even know what time you're supposed to wake up in the morning. I've had my cat wake me up when I've overslept. Yeah. And and I know friends that have animals that do the same thing. Their animals will come wake them up in the morning. You know, and I, you know, I always... I always laugh and say, oh, they just want to be fed. But I think it's just that they know, hey, how come she isn't up yet? It's time for her to be up. They've got an internal clock, too. Yeah, they definitely do. Well, do you want to grab a couple of calls so we can help out? Because a lot of people, like you said, want some help and need some insight and everything. Sure. Okay. How can everyone um, find you first for a private one-on-one reading and to uh, and some wonderful guidance? Well, there's a few ways. Um, first, I want to mention that I am a member of ESPpsychics.com, and if people aren't familiar with that group, I really want to make everyone aware that there it's not your typical, oh, I'm going to call a psychic chat line. Every psychic that is on ESP Psychics has been tested twice. They've had you know, letters of reference. And a lot of times it's by, it's by invitation only. So they're trusted, they're true, they're verified. You can also reach me through my website at newbeginningholisticwellness.com. Cool. And, yeah, and I can verify for um, ES Psychics on a testing because I tried last year and the timing wasn't right. And I just went ahead and did it now. And um, I'm also on ES Psychics too. Yay! So, but yeah, I mean, I went through and did, oh God, I lost track, 30-something readings, because she's like, okay, we're not going to do a one-on-one reading, you're going to go ahead and go through the group, and we're going to go ahead and get the feedback, and I'm like, okay. So I did like 30-something readings, I guess, and they did the feedback, and um, so they're like, well, welcome to the group, I'm like, yay, now I'm just going to log in to be available for readings, so, but it took a while, but yeah, I mean, they they put you through some some strong tests on there, and, um, you know, the uh, the girls you know seen my posts and know about some of the predictions I've done and um, and have heard me talking and all and they're like uh, we we want you with us so I mean they do invite people over yep and they, they kept do. telling me it's like yeah. you know you got to take the test we, you know we want you to be part of the group and 
it, you know, it does take a while, but um, you know, it's it's a wonderful uh, group of people to belong to. Yeah, and I do want to mention too for people, it's not just a call in website. You know, their email readings are available, and a lot of times email readings can even be more detailed than a phone call because there's no time limit on that. So it is an option. If you see a psychic on that site that you feel a connection to and they're not online, request an email reading because you may be surprised at the answers that you get. Oh, yeah. That's what I did um, for quite a few people with the um, um, some of the email readings. And uh, they were like, oh, my God, it's like you're spot on. So Yeah, Absolutely. Cool. Let's go we'll grab a couple of calls then. Let's see what we can do for Barbara in New Jersey. Hi, Barbara. Hello. How are you? Doing wonderful, dear. How can we help you? I was listening to the show, and I had the same question. Um, my son has, like, a condition. He's been to the hospital. They ran all tests, and they can't find anything. He signed up for the Obamacare, and they still telling him he needs to wait to be approved. And in the meantime, his condition is getting worse. So I wanted to find out if it's, if she feels that it's something serious. It's, I keep, okay, I, it's almost, I feel like it's almost like something that can be corrected, it's, but it has to be identified, and then they're missing it. Um, yes. It's almost. See, I, it's not food poisoning, but it's like that. It's like getting into something, and you got to get it back out of the system. It, it's like resetting the system is what I'm getting an image of. Um, <clears throat> but until they, I feel like, I mean, he feels like, I'm going to say this, he feels like hell. Yes. Um, and it's a shame because nobody is kind of helping. We've been to all these doctors, and they can't find anything. No, it's like his immune system is like on overdrive right now. So what's caught, what's happening is it's causing stress on his adrenal glands and it's causing a lot of stress within the body. Mm-hmm. Um, worrying about it like doubles that stress. Okay. Um, some salt baths might be helpful to help release some things out of his system. But what was salt what? Like salt baths, like Epsom salt baths, taking a bath oh, okay. with Epsom salt, salt baths will help to kind of balance and release some things out of the body. Um, I'm not a medical intuitive, and I don't want to pretend to be. All I can tell you is be the squeaky wheel, you know, keep speaking up and be the squeaky wheel. The one thing about the doctors and the medical establishment is if you keep on them and keep calling, they're going to want to shut you up so they will get it taken care of because they don't want you to keep calling. So stay on it. Okay. Wow. So I shouldn't worry, right? I would just keep on it until they get an answer for you. Have they done full blood workup on him? Yes. Did you get copies of the blood work? No. I would request copies of the blood work because you may, I, you're going to be seeing a different doctor. Having those copies of that blood work with you is beneficial. I would request copies. You have a right to have them. There might be things in there that someone overlooks that someone else might see. Get copies. 
Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Hang in there, dear. Let us know everything goes, okay? Okay. Bye-bye, dear. Bye. There's another one. Yep. That's going to fall through the crap. Yeah, and sometimes I wonder, too, it's like, okay, when I go on my rants, am I going on them for a reason or what? And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, within the first couple of calls, like, nope, I feel the same way. It's like, all right, Spirit was making me speak and rant and rave, and then we know why. You know, and it's so true. Unfortunately, the doctors in the hospitals are are really in the same boat we're in to some degree because the reimbursement for services is being cut. They're getting paid less and less and less. And in order to keep their employees sitting there answering the phones and checking people in, they have to see a certain number of patients to make it work. The doctor who used to be considered, you know, the high-income earner, your typical family practice doctor is just a middle-aged or um, middle-class earner anymore because of the way healthcare has changed. So they have to see so many people, it actually sacrifices care to the individual patient. They become a number by default because of the new healthcare system and the direction that it's going. So if you're not picking up the phone and calling, you're not going to find anything out. If you keep calling, they're going to want to get you off the phone and they're going to dig in and find the information for you. And I say this because I have a day job and I work in that industry. Ah, inside scoop. <laughs> inside scoop. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and see what we can do for Shante in Connecticut. Hi, Shante. Hello. So how can we help you? Um, I'm actually interested in someone at the moment, and I was just wondering if you see it heading towards friendship or more than friendship. I see the potential for more than just friendship. Um, I feel to a degree that he might be holding back just a little bit with some uncertainty. What's his first name? Ethan. For some reason, I was getting the name Phil, so I don't know if you know someone by the name Phil, but I feel like there's a Phil that's around you to some degree that has some connection to you. Um, With Ethan... I feel like that you have to take a little bit of the lead if you want it to branch into more than just a friendship. But I see potential for you. Okay. Does that help you? Yeah, because um, I I just recently um, started talking to him. Not really a lot. Like, it's someone very fresh. Yeah. Take it slow. I'm hearing take it slow, but be very honest and genuine when you speak about your own feelings, um, don't be shy. Just be very genuine and very honest. But I'm hearing take it slow because he, he's got some, he's kind of shy when it comes to some things like that, not overly aggressive. Um, so just take it slow so he knows where you're really coming from. Okay. Okay. But pay attention. Do you know someone named Phil? Because I'm hearing a Phil around you, too. Um, not at the moment. Okay. That in the back of your mind. I'm not sure who that is. And maybe it's for another caller who's listening in. I don't know. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Have a good night, dear. You too. Alrighty. Interesting night so far, that's for sure. Yeah. So we're going to do for Sharon in Ohio. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Good evening. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? Doing fine, thank you. So how can we Hi, help Sharon. you? Well, um, I am in the process of looking for employment, and I was wondering um, what you see in that. Now, last week, between Monday and Friday, I had three interviews, okay, Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Tomorrow I have a second interview. I want to know if I'm going to get one of these three or do you see something else coming <laughs> when I'm going to be in a job? How's that? Um, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling real strongly about this second interview that you're getting ready to go to here. Okay. Um, it's not really in my field. Yeah, I'm not feeling strongly okay. about that one. Um, okay. It's not the one I wanted. It wasn't my first choice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're right. You're, you're right. Oh. You know, I, 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 I never like to give people bad news or news that, you know, so don't. And I'm not 100% correct all the time. I don't want, you know, but I'm hearing six months, and I don't know why that is. But I'm also seeing, it's almost like you're going to be doing something temporarily here shortly, but it's not what you're going to be doing. It's not what you want. But I'm hearing in six months you're going to have what you want. Oh, I see what you're saying. Does that make sense? Like, you might take something you don't want, but in six months you're, Keep looking because I'm hearing six months. So if one of these other positions makes you some half offer, don't be afraid to take it because I feel like in six months' time you're going to find what it is that you really want to be doing. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, There was, out of all those three, the one that really interests me was the one that I interviewed with last week. It's a little farther to drive out. But I really think she was interested. It was a woman. But I still have to go back in and interview with the man. Okay. I can see. All right. I just got a visual of you, you know, like tapping your thumb on the steering wheel, you know, which would indicate to me a frustration from a long drive or something. So, Uh yeah, that one may come through for you. And you're not going to like that drive. And it's it's going to kind of weigh on you. But I I can see this. Yeah, I can see it. I can see you in the car making that drive and and almost like kicking yourself for doing it, but you need the income. I know. Um, there are people that do it all the time. I'm telling you, it's, it's about a 40-minute drive, but in traffic in the morning, it's probably a good 45 minutes to an hour. The woman that interviewed me does it every day, but to me, you spend most of your time on the road. Do you know what I mean? Right. you got to leave a half hour earlier to to beat that traffic, and then it, it won't add. But I think I have a good chance. You know, you just have a feeling. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I feel like in six months' time, you're going to find something that's more like 20 minutes from home. That I, the one that I'm going to want, you mean? 
Yes, the one that you're going to want is more in your field. I see you with like folders, carrying folders or something, um, but you're smiling when you're doing it. It's like, and I don't know if you're going in, getting the job, if you're what this is. Um, is it an office environment that you're looking yeah. for? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I see the folders, like file folders, like, um, so it's coming, but it's more like six months out. So I may have another job between, do you, do, yeah. do you see that? You, you already yeah. told me yes, I know you did. Yeah, absolutely. Are, absolutely. What are my, can I tell you, how are my finances going to be? That is my biggest concern. I am just sick over this. Yeah, see, you're going to be doing a lot of talking to yourself when you're in the car, and you're going to be talking about how much it's costing you in gas and how that's affecting you, and you're, you're going to – don't do that, okay? Don't do that. This is what I want you to do. I want you to really focus on the power of manifestation and not be talking yourself into the financial rut because you could do that very easily by analyzing what it's costing you for gas and what da 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 Don't do it, Okay. I want you making I that drive. I'm not paring for parking like I do. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. Go on. That's okay. <laughs> I want I want you focusing on how what you have is is you is everything that you need. I have all that I need. I've got this. It's a, it's it's short term. I've got this. It's taking care of my needs, and that's it. I've got what I need. That's going to be your focus. I've got what I need. So you'll have the job. You'll have the money to get you to work. You'll have the money to cover it's your bills. Because money. This job. Yeah. Right. Um, you you won't you're not going to go take a trip somewhere, okay? You're I not going to have that kind of discretionary income, but you're going to have what you need, and that's what you need to keep telling yourself. I have what I need because I if know you I'm so stressed. I'm not thinking clearly. Um, right. I've never been late for a bill, but starting next month, it is going to be so tight for me. Am I going to be able to? The question I'm having: Am I going to be able to make it with this getting another job to be able to at least cover my bills till I get what I want? How's that? <laughs> Yes, you don't it will. Feel, and you don't feel ruin around me. How's that financially? No, I don't feel ruin around you. And and you're, you're okay. the type of person that you could take a whole look at all your picture, and you need to be calling. There's a couple of creditors, people you need to be calling and letting them know that there's an interim situation. What can I do in the interim? Because I feel like there's something you might be able to pay just interest on or something to get you by so that it's being paid, it's on time, and it won't affect your credit. Because credit. that's really what's most important to you. I know. Yeah. It's not, right, you, it's not like on. for you, it's not paying the stuff off. It's making sure your credit's good. Things I are know. paid on time. My credit is good. You don't even care how many bills you got as long as they're paid on time. I know. So, you know, make Thank those God. phone calls. Yeah, make those phone calls to the people that you can to cover you because what it'll do is it's going to help your money flow. It'll help your cash flow to do that. If you can pay just interest on a couple of things, to get you through in the interim, that'll improve your cash flow so that there's some money sitting there so that you're not stressed about it. Because, again, I need you to focus on I have all that I need. I know. Okay. Is there anything else? No. I, like what, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is that focus, 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 focus. Don't allow your mind to get distracted with worry. You're, you can do this. You're very good at this. So I have all the faith in the world you're going to be fine. And I have a good chance of getting that job. Yes. So okay. get out the CDs that you like to listen to for the drive. <laughs> Isn't that the, that's the first thing I thought of? That is so 
<laughs> you said that. Sharon, you're going to need to listen to tapes on this. I know. The traffic is the, but I'm not even going to go there. The woman that interviewed me drives it every day. Don't even think that it's a job and it's decent money. So listen, yeah. I'm going to be okay. That's the bottom line. This has been the worst experience. Oh, don't even go there, Sharon. I know. No, you're going to be fine. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be an adventure. You're going to, you, once you get over that hump of the mental thought of it being such a long drive, it's going to become an adventure. You're going to learn how to use that drive home as a means of downtime, as a means of de-stressing. Don't let traffic stress you out. Just accept that this is how long it's going to take me to get home today and accept it and don't stress about it. And you will find that you de-stress as you get home and you've had a great day by the time you get there. And be grateful for what I have if I get this job. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yes. But six Absolutely. months I will be but six months I will be in the job that I want. That's what you're saying. Yes. Absolutely. I see you smiling. I see these file folders and I yeah, it'll be good. Okay. Listen, thank you so much, okay? Good luck, Sharon. Good luck. Goodbye, Mike. Thank you. Bye, dear. You're welcome. Okay. Have a nice have a nice night. You too. Bye bye. Uh, definitely some strange energies. I've got somebody messaging me, and, and you know, maybe I, I've got some things to learn. Um, but they're telling me they want me to open up their third eye for them. Hmm. And they're like, open up my abilities for me. And I'm like, that's Not gonna happen. <laughs> you, yeah, so that's something you need to do on your own. Just, oh, no, no, no. I, I know the truth. You can do this for me, and I'll pay you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, as far as I know, you know, and if somebody's telling you that they can open them up for you, I'd run because I'm sorry. You don't need anyone going ahead and playing around with your energy field. No. No. So that's something you have to do on your own to learn to control them and handle it. Absolutely. I mean, there are people that teach how to do that, but, yeah, you've yeah. got to do that on your own. Yeah, no, she's like, this woman's messaging me on Facebook. She's like, I'll pay you. I know the truth. You can do this. You can open up my abilities for me. I'm like, no, it's something you have to work at to do. Says, oh, no, I don't. You can do it for me. I thought Magic Mike was a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a damn cute one, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, yeah, so I mean, I try to tell her. I was like, no, she's, oh, yeah, I know the truth. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know where you're hearing this from, but sorry. Well, unfortunately, you know, you know, I got to go back to the twins and ES psychics because that's why we've got that side out there with these people because there are some people out there who will take your money. They will tell you anything to take your money. Unfortunately. Yeah, they definitely will and um, you know, we have to uh, you know, be aware of that and, you know, spread the word and help people out. And that's the important yeah. thing because there's so many um, charlatans out there that'll be like, "Oh yeah, I can do this for you." And they pay me the money, and when it doesn't work, oh well, I got to put all this together. You got to pay me more money now. Until so finally that's you right. give up, and then you've given them all this money. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I love it too because on on ES psychics, you know, it says on there, and you know, we're told if you don't have, feel a connection, let them know, and we'll go ahead and credit them their time with you. So they can go ahead and try to get another connection with somebody else. It's like, you know, be upfront and honest with them. I have my own personal website, but 
I have a refund policy on my website that you can read. Yep. I want people to be happy with my readings. If they're not happy, I want to fix it. Because that is my, you know, that's the core of my business. Because if you're happy with what I did for you, you're going to tell your friends. And they're going to tell their friends and... So forth and so on. Exactly. Until you're finally you're going to be so busy and everything else that you won't have to work a day job. You know what? The thing about the day job is I really like what I do because I help a lot of elderly people because I'm a patient advocate. And, you know, I'm the in-between. What, what I do is I'm the in-between between the elderly Medicare-aged recipient and the doctors. And, and I'm the patient advocate. And I like what I do because I'm helping all of these people. So I don't know if I could give it up. I've thought about that a lot. You know, that inner reflection, all these crazy energies going on. Kim, what are you supposed to be doing now? Are you supposed to be doing this? Are you supposed to be doing that? Are you supposed to be doing it all? (laughs) I I know it's like me. I'm like, okay, I've got the center going, you know, doing the services. It's growing. You know, we've got some wonderful ideas to help, you know, have it to where it can sustain itself. Um, Do I don't have to take any money out of my pocket to go ahead and keep it open. But then all of a sudden this happens, and I'm like, okay, well, um, universe, hello. Am I going to have to get a day job? It's because I really like being able to help people out, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to have a choice like I did for the house in Louis. Is it going to be, you know, keep the center open or keep Louis alive? Right. You have to, you know, but I think you can do both because I think the center, I think the center, even though it, it may get overwhelming at times, I think it actually feeds the soul. It feeds your soul. It helps with all yeah. the situations that you have going on. Yeah, we just don't quite have the money coming in yet to where, you know, I don't have to worry about, it's like, okay, well, you know, I've got to take my extra money and, um, you know, put to uh, to doing something for us and for the house, you know, where it's it's going to be able to pay its own bills. Um, it's It's getting closer, but it's still not quite there yet. My granddaughter just got home. Uh-oh. I can hear her outside my office door. <laughs> <laughs> You're not old enough to be a grandmother. I am. I, I, I turned 49 this year, and I'm really proud of that. I'm looking forward to 50 because I think 50 gives me privileges. You know, it's a la- you know this is a going to be a, a time in my life that's going to be exciting, and I got to wait till next year for that 50 mark. But yeah, my daughter's granddaughter is two and a half. And she's oh, magical. <laughs> she's very magical. And she was talking to spirits from the, um, what are those, those rockers when you put the baby in the rocker to get him to rock? She was talking to spirits back then, and she did her first hands-on healing when she was only like 18 months old, maybe two. My daughter oh. said she, she walked over to my daughter, scooped her hands across her stomach, looked at her hands and went caca and went like she threw it in the trash. And my daughter called me. She goes, you're not going to believe what your granddaughter just did. And she told me, and I said, well, those cramps you've been having, are they gone? And she's like, oh, dear, they are. (laughs) So she likes to come in my office and play with all of my stones, and she has me lay on the floor, and she puts all of my crystals and my stones on me, and she gets the rattle, and she rattles around me, and she waves the feathers around me. And then she asks me if I'm all better. (laughs) Aww. They're so adorable at that age. I know, they really are. 
when she gets a little older, I'll start working with her with cards. And again, you know, her father doesn't want me doing this, but what he doesn't know won't hurt him. <laughs> oh yeah, she'll just go ahead and, and do a healing on him. We'll be like, wow, what the heck just happened to me? You know, this is kind of interesting. Exactly. <laughs> so well, let's go ahead. And we'll grab another call. Let's see what we're gonna do okay. for Lola in Orlando. Hi, Lola. Hi, how are you doing this evening? We're doing great there. How are you? I'm doing fine, curious. And I'm so calling in to ask. Yes, sir. I'm trying to find out. Um, I met someone in December, and he's just kind of strange. One week he's happy with me, the next week he's to be confused and don't talk to me at times, then tells me you miss me. And lately, I, lately I'm having hard problems. And when I think about stuff like this, it has um, an effect on my heart because my heart skip beats. And I'm wondering if I should just figure out to drop, drop him so in order for my health to move on, even though that may be hard. Lola, I'm feeling like um, I'm feeling like he's got some some baggage, if you will, that he's carried into his adult life from childhood that he hasn't necessarily gotten over. And there's something about the relationship between the two of you that keeps causing these things to surface for him. And then I do feel like there's some tension. And I do feel him, like, running to you and then pulling away almost in fear. Um, if it's affecting your health, then by all means, you should take a step back and reassess that. You know, he, right. there's a certain, there's a certain um, energy about him that... Oh, the only word I can say, because this is a word that keeps coming up to me, is vampire. And there are people who, and it's not something they do deliberately, okay? It's not, he's not deliberately trying to drain the energy from you, but it's inherent in him. It's like he feeds off other people. He's not strong internally himself, and he can't feed his own soul. So what he does is he gets energy from the people around him. And so we kind of call them energetic vampires. Right. And you, you kind of have to be careful with that. You know, I tell people all the time, if you're not happy alone with your own company, it's going to be hard for you to be happy with someone else. And I don't feel like he's a happy alone with his own company. You know, he, he doesn't know how to lift himself up so he'll go to you to lift him up, but that drains you at the same time. And I don't, and I feel like he drains other people around him too. I feel like that he's a little bit estranged from some of his family, and I don't know if you know that or not. Um, well, I think he talked to he talked to his daughters and his dad, and I guess on the weekends, and. He's very kind and have sweet words to say. But then after it run into a couple of days or a week, he has so much to do, it seems like. 
and then I will get in touch by phone and it's all of a sudden it's almost like he gets upset not by words from the mouth from his text it's almost I could feel the way he said it Mm-hmm. so you're empathically feeling picking up his energy I guess I guess so. It's whatever you write. It's like I could tell the mood, right? That he's like in when he texted. it. So you're actually feeling his energy within the text. And, and yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, I don't I do. Feel I do like... care about. I do care about him. Because he's been nice and kind to me, and I try to return it, but I don't know if he have. Like you said, I think that's true. It's probably baggage. Yeah. I think that, you know, take a step back and allow him to reach out to you and gauge how you feel and gauge his energy when he's reaching out. And, And if it makes you, if it uplifts you, and you feel good, go with it. But if you feel like it's draining you, then that's a good indication that he's not good for you on any level. Right, right. Yeah. I did that. I took a step back. I did that. And he asked me if I'm ignoring him. And when I respond, it's like... I don't know. It's like he's upset. Even though I told him, you know, I'm giving you your space because you may need it. And I think he'd take it negative. And now he's at it again where he stepped back and he shuts down. But I don't know if he's going to reach out back to me. But if he don't, I'm not going to. No, I, I don't feel positive things around him. Again, I feel like he's got the personality of that energetic vampire where he needs other people to fill him up because he's not able to fill himself up. So okay. you're going to be in a no-win situation because if you're reaching okay. out, he's going to be negative. If you're not reaching out, he's wanting to know why from a place of insecurity because he needs you to okay. fill him up. Okay. And you need to take okay. care of you more than you need to take care of him. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I, d- I really do. Mm-hmm. So just drop. Drop it for yeah. now and step back like I am. I would, yes. And take care of you. Okay. Do things that make you feel good. And no worry about him because you need to think about you. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. And thank thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome, Lola. We'll talk you soon. Too. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. So there's going to definitely be some interesting uh, energy uh, shifts taking place. How much longer do you think this is going to happen, or is it going to be continuous? Well. When I've been looking at the astrological stuff related to 
this grand cross. You know, it, it's actually been the last few months. It's been strange energies leading up to it, and it's going to continue out until at least June, and then it'll still have straggling energy beyond that. You know, it's going to climax around April 23rd and 24th when those alignments hit in that perfect cross with those 90-degree angles and they're opposing each other. You know, so it wouldn't surprise me a bit for people to start having arguments with the ones that they live with or the people that they work with or things just because they're going to feel that opposing tension through those two days. You know, being aware of it, so if somebody kind of comes at you, you can... Just acknowledge that it might just be this energy flux and not react to it, if that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Hopefully it makes sense to the listeners. And, you know, maybe I should write a post and get it out on Facebook and make it go viral so that more people understand. Because the worst thing we can do is react. Yeah, and it's so hard because it's the one thing that instinctively you want to do is react. Right. Yep, we always do. And, you know, again, we've got to, we've got to stay in our heart center. It's really important during this time to stay in your heart center where that love and compassion is. So let's see. We'll be able to grab another call. Let's see what we can do for Keisha in Pennsylvania. Hi, Keisha. Hi, how are you guys? Doing great. Good. How can we help you? Um, I was just wondering what you guys think coming up for my love life. Okay, so the energy I feel around you, Keisha, it's, it's like you've got spring fever. And, and it's like you want to get out there, you want to dance, you want to meet somebody, you want to mingle. This is the energy I'm feeling around you. Can you relate to that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You know, maybe the, the dancing is more metaphorical, like it's just a feeling inside of you. Um, and what, I, what I'm what i saying is that you really do need to get out there um, so that you can meet someone. Because I feel like there's this man and he, he this image I'm getting is tall, dark, dark, short, dark hair. Um, he's got a really nice smile. I feel he's out there, but you're not in the right place. You've got to, you need to get out there and meet him. Um, and I almost feel like it's someone, you don't know him, but it's someone that you know within a circle of someone. So it's like he's in your neighborhood. He's in your backyard. He's out there. Um, have, do you, have you met someone already? Well, I met a couple guys. I met a couple guys. So. Do one of them fit this description? Um, he's dark and short, you said? Say that again. What's his description again? You said dark and short? I, I feel like he's tall and, and dark. Uh, well, that could be a couple people. This guy's got a really nice smile. I feel like I'm reminded of, oh, my gosh, I can't remember his name. There's an actor. He plays on, oh... I can't even remember. He's nice. This is a nice-looking man, tall, clean-looking. Clean um, yeah, I feel like there's something that's going to happen between the two of you, and it's, not, and it's coming up real soon. I feel 
that your love life is going to take off. I feel lots of laughter, like bubbly. This, that feeling inside me is all bubbly and excited because it's new and it's fresh. And this is what I'm feeling. So I think this is coming for you very soon. Okay. All right. Well, I hope I almost I could almost see you moving too at some point. I can I can feel like there's a move coming up for you. Yeah, cuz I've been thinking about moving. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Um there's a move coming. Okay. Well, you know, I'll keep a lookout for the guy, you know. He's fun. He he's he this guy is fun. He's not one that likes to just sit there on the couch and drink beer and watch T V. This guy likes to get out and about and active. That's what I'm hearing, active. It'd be very good for you. Get you out of the house and wake you up. That's what I'm hearing. Wake you up. Excite you. Okay. All right. Well thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a good night, Keisha. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now I got cats at my door. <laughs> Uh-oh. Green baby and the cats. You're going to have fun afterwards. I know. <laughs> well, we got a few minutes today. Let's see if we can go ahead. We'll take one more call. Let's see what we can do for Eric in Virginia. Hi, Eric. Yes, hello. Yes, uh, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help um, you? Two questions that hopefully don't take, won't have long answers, but um, one of them concerns something um, uh, that I personally observe around me a lot of the time with uh, animals, in particular birds. Um, I often see birds uh, flying in certain ways around me, particularly when I'm driving my car to work or, from, or, or uh, returning home from work. And I didn't know if there might be some kind of message from spirit that I'm supposed to get from this or if, if there's anything you might pick up on that. I say absolutely. Um, I work with animals a lot. And anytime you're seeing an animal and it stands out to you, that's what I want to say. It's like not every animal you see is a message for you, but if it stands out to you, it absolutely is. Um, and birds, they're... Every you know every bird has their own individual meaning. Do you are there specific birds or is it just anything and everything? Mm, I see an assortment of birds. It's not like I'm okay. seeing all the same bird. Um, but today they were all flying rapidly across my path in some way or another. You know that that was pretty much what was in common. Okay. Um, um, other days they might behave differently. All right. So when the bird, when the bird is around, again, each bird has their own specific symbolism and can mean different things. But in general, so when you see these birds, it's like yes, you you were right when you said how they were flying. They were flying erratically. So the birds are flying erratically around you, and, and it's it's to kind of help you to reflect on what's going on in your life that feels erratic to you. It's to bring attention to that. Um, and that's what the animals will do. They want to try to bring your attention to something, okay? And you say it happens mostly when you're driving. I'm going to relate some of this back to dream work because sometimes you got to look at the symbology of things. 
in dreams, if you're driving in the dream, it represents the path you're on. So I want to relate it back to that, and that's what my guys are kind of insinuating I should do, is since you're seeing the birds while you're driving, the messages are related to the path that you're on in life. You know, so my question would be to you is, this path you're on, this, you know, the way you're living your life, is there anything about it that's kind of erratic and not steady? Since you said the birds were flying erratically. Um, I've had to balance a lot of different things. Some things that might be erratic or um, uh, maybe my sleeping hours aren't consistent. Um, okay. And, uh, um, you know, I have things that, that I keep meaning to get to that I have a hard time getting to doing, I guess. Okay. Balancing okay, so that, that makes my job. sense. Yeah. All yeah. right, so it's not, I don't feel like it's really that it's, you don't have time getting to them. You're just kind of procrastinating doing certain things in order to do other things, and that can be kind of erratic. It's, it's keeping you from being balanced because at the same time, in the back of your mind, you're thinking about them, you're thinking about them, but you're not acting on them and doing them. So mm-hmm. if you are at, focused and acting on them, those birds would have been flying in a smooth, straight line. So if you think about it in that regard, as you're seeing these animals in the course of your day, what are you doing when you see them, and what, how, does that, how does that reflect in what's going on for you? Because the animals come in at certain times of our lives to help us in that moment. So whatever's going on with you right then and there, when you see those animals, try to reflect back on that. How are the animals behaving and how is that reflected in my own life? What are they trying to make me aware of? Because that's really what they're doing. They're messengers and they're trying to make you aware of something. If you see a specific bird or animal, you can always still look them up. You can actually just Google animal totem or totem and the name of the animal. And if you don't know what kind of bird, you can say bluebird or gray bird or whatever the color is. Look at the color. Is it a big bird? Is it a small bird? Those types of things to help give you guidance on what they're trying to tell you. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Thank, uh, um, I, I don't know if you have a time to answer one other quick question. Um, Michael? But if you do, do sure. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. There's someone I, I've been corresponding with uh, casually, just through uh, originally through a dating website, and then I just got her email address, and I sent her an email uh, almost a week ago, and, I, and I'm curious if this person um, is at all interested in continuing communication, or, or do it, or if there's any other type of connection with anybody else you see coming up for me. I feel like this one that you sent the email to has has some reservations. She's uncertain. And and um, I think that in that situation, you have a choice. You can just let it go or you can email her with some honesty, just honesty and ask her to be honest and let her know that regardless of what she tells you, it's not going to hurt your feelings. But it, it's getting that open communication is really important, but I don't feel like she's the one. Um, okay. And again, it's it's like I feel, and it's and it's more, it, it it's just you're not. I don't feel like you're a great match. I really don't. You might have fun together, but I just don't feel you're a great match. There's there's some different goals in life, and that even if you did come together and date a little bit, you would notice them almost immediately, and it just wouldn't work. <clears throat> okay. 
But I do feel Thank like you very much. yeah. I do feel like that um, you are going to meet someone. I'm just not sure you're going to meet them on that site. I feel like you're going to meet them, and it's going to be um, a chance encounter, if you will, that leads to a conversation. I'm just not positive it's going to be on that site because the image I'm getting is actually seeing you physically talking to her. So, okay. you know, like face to, in the 3D, face-to-face. She's got a really bubbly personality, and I want to say it's like um, a sh- like shoulder-length, wavy-looking, curly or almost wavy hair is what I'm seeing in this image. And she's just just, just this bright, bubbly person, fun to talk to. She And she likes to hear you talk. This is what the image that I'm getting. She'll like that. She'll like how you share information and talk. Does that help? Do you, do you get a hair color? It's kind of, um, it's not blonde, it's not brown. It's kind of that in-between um, sandy brown, I want to say. What about a time? Do you have an idea about what time frame that would be? I just heard three months. So somewhere, somewhere in the next three months, um, within the summer. Okay. Which would, which would make sense because the visual I got of the two of you talking was sitting outside at a little table. And I don't know if it's like a coffee shop or an eatery or what that is, but that's the image that I'm getting. Great. I I, I, um, I really appreciate everything that uh, you, you said and the time you've given me. You're welcome. Let us know where the goes with, for, okay, have Eric? Have fun with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you, but thank you both. You're welcome. Have a good night. Uh, it's been an interesting evening. It has. And the time just flew right by. It, oh, it, yeah, it always does. I've noticed that a lot. It's just it's just flying by quickly. Yeah. It, it's going to be interesting, too. As like I said, the energies have been changing. And all of a sudden, you know, with this little blip on the road with going on with everything for Louis, because we, we traded in our Jeep Liberty um, 2010, we still had a couple of years left, but it's like, well, we need all this repair work and maintenance that's not covered. So we said, well, let's just trade it in and get a 2014, better gas mileage, paying the same price. I'm like, okay, hey, thank you. Love it. Saving on gas. Yeah. Uh, then I went ahead, too, and, uh, you know, I've been making payments on it anyways. Is for um, I had the um, – I got T-Mobile, and I have the HTC One for the smartphone. And uh, Uh I was like, well, you know, it's two years old. Let me see. So I went ahead and continued making payments like I had been on the other phone. And I have the the newest one. And the battery life on it is just amazing. I got like 14 hours of of battery life. And that's with playing with it and doing all this other interesting stuff. So it's going to be fun to see when I bring it to the center to see how fast Spirit goes ahead and drains it. Because there were times I... Uh, the spirits over at the uh, center. Yeah. Because my other phone that I had that was two years old, it, it uh, once it did an upgrade, the battery life didn't last long on it. So I'd have it fully charged, and within one to two hours over at the center with me not doing anything, it would go ahead and power itself off because the battery drained. Wow. So it's going <laughs> to be interesting to see what they do with this new phone. My daughter's phone... The, it got so hot 
just out of the blue, got so hot that her screen looked like it was on fire, and she threw oh. it in the freezer because she got scared. And then she took it up to Verizon, and they said the whole inside of her phone was melted. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and that had never happened before, so we don't know what caused that. It's all that energy. Yeah, it's strange, strange things happening. I I walked into my bathroom the other day. The lights wouldn't come on. The lights, oh. I keep flipping the switch, nothing would happen. And I go into another room and flip the switch, the light came on. I go back in the bathroom and flip the switch, it came on. No idea it's, why. Yeah. Strange thing. Yeah, yeah, some really strange stuff going on. So like I said, it's going to be interesting as... Um, you know, like I said, you know, I keep telling spirits, like, oh, thank you for the blessings. It's going to help save me money. And then this happens. I'm like, oh, gosh, don't tell me I'm saving money because I'm going to have to pay for this. Other, but uh, everyone's like, no, just relax. So I just I just got to go with the flow with it. But I love bringing new stuff into the center. Because like yeah. I said, we have spirits that love to play with the energies. I had to tell them not to play with the security alarm because they set it off a few times where, they're like, oh, well, you know, supposedly your front door alarm went off. Somebody walked in. I'm like, I had a video camera. I'm looking. There's nobody in there. And they went ahead and had an office to go there and look. And they said, no, the front door's locked. And nobody else had a key or a passcode except for me. So I had wow. to yell at Spirit. I said, don't you set my alarms off anymore. Yeah. So they, they stopped doing that. They wouldn't do that anymore. Um, they wouldn't let the computers work for the longest time until I finally told them, leave the computers alone. You're not allowed to play with those. And then all of a sudden they started working. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. So, yeah, they love the electronics uh, over at the center. And um, it's interesting when somebody new comes in, if we have any guest readers, and they're like, oh, you know, you had a lot of activity over in this corner. I'm like, mm, yep. So they're like, oh, you're aware of it? I said, oh, yeah, everyone keeps on pointing out to us. And that's exactly where the computers and all were at this one particular area. I wonder if you hung... If you hung things, I, like I got a visual of, you know, they're the round, like, streamers that hang down. I wonder if you hung something over there, if you'd see movement. Uh, probably would. I mean, they we have a door that goes um, from the gift shop area into the chapel area, where we do everything anyways. And if you position a door just right, every once in a while, you'll see it swing all the way open. Have you tried, you know, you know those cameras that, like, the hunters and stuff, they put out in the woods to capture where the, the prey is? I've seen these. Have you thought about putting motion sensor cameras up so when you're not there? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, I've got an, um, an IP-based uh, wireless camera that we're uh -huh. going to try to stream a live video with, and it will do motion sensor. And it's interesting because you can go ahead and have it highlight what's moving around and it was highlighting, yeah. and there was nobody in there. And I'm huh. like, I'm like, wait a minute, why is this pixelated? I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it's not pixelated. It's highlighting. It's picking up movement. And you could That's see where cool. it, was, it was looking like a body. Because how I realized it was, all of a sudden, somebody walked into the room, and it was highlighting the body. And then there was another one, and it was like, there's nobody there. Now, do you think that draws people to the center or deters them? Um, no, I think it's drawing more, more people in. I think it's drawing some in. Can you upload that? You know, upload a, a piece of that video for people uh, to look at? That would be cool. Uh, 
Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. And we're going to call it, uh, when we're not doing a live services, we're going to call it Spirit Cam. So nice. people can come in and check out for the spirits. So, but I've been telling them, you know, you have to leave the computer alone. You have to leave the camera alone so I can go ahead and get this all working. So I'm finally getting it figured out, but it's taking me like a month to do this. And, I, and I've got a, and I got a friend of mine who's an IT guy. He goes, I'm stumped. I don't know why. I said, spirit. He goes, well, you spirit. need to tell him to leave it alone. I said, okay. You know, I've seen, you know, if you record a, I've had this happen more than once. You record a session from, from a reading um, and then go to play it for someone, play, yeah. and then put it in again later when you're by yourself and it'll play. Interesting stuff. Yeah, very interesting stuff. So before, before we lose you, um, how can everyone reach you for a private one-on-one reading? My personal website is newbeginningsholisticwellness.com. And I just updated some things on my website. And there's all kinds of things you can look at on there. And I'm also a member of espsychics.com. And I'm not signed in very often taking calls, but I'm always available for email readings. And I respond within, within 24 hours, always. And email readings on espsychics.com are only $25. Yeah, not bad. Pretty good deal. Pretty good yeah. deal. Well, my dear, yeah. thank you so much for joining me tonight for interesting conversations and helping out so many people. Well, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy your show. So you have a well, good night, Michael. And I'm going to try all to do the same. And, uh, oh, definitely will do, my dear. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Don't forget, everyone, check out Kimberly on her website. Let her know how much you appreciate her joining us. And let, uh, let everyone over at uh, ES Psychics know how much you appreciate them because most of them are guests on the radio show. And, uh, of course, I'll be available there if you want a private one-on-one reading with me. Or you can get a hold of me, too, on my website, uh, RevMichaelCarbone.com, or check us on BeTheLikeChapel.com website, Facebook, Twitter, all that other good stuff. But let, uh, let everyone know that uh, how much you appreciate them joining us tonight. And until tomorrow night, everyone have fun, be good, and know that you are loved and you are not alone in this crazy, crazy world. We're here with you. We're here trying to help you. And help us out with the donations so we can keep on helping you out as well. And until tomorrow night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know you're loved. Because Mari loves you, me. Mari loves you, Arlene loves you, God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone.